Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. you to notice is he says we we're being made like him that's the second thing that I encourage you to write down not only are you to represent Jesus you're being made like him he's doing a work in you to make you like unto himself verse 3 said Melchizedek was made like the son of God sounds a lot like first John chapter 3 in first John 3 1 the Bible says behold what manner of love the father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God God loved you with an extravagant love and sent Christ to save you. When Christ returned to heaven, He promised His Holy Spirit would come and shape you into His image. In today's message, Pastor Robert asks what you're doing with those amazing gifts. It's a sad waste to miss the opportunities life presents to use them for the spreading of the gospel. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 7 for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. You will one day stand before Jesus Christ and give an account for the people in your world. I don't know them. I'm not going to give an account for them. You understand? I'm going to give an account for you. I'm going to give an account for you. I'm very aware of that. It, it rattles me from time to time. I, I lose sleep over it because I'm very aware that one day he's going to ask me about it. He's gonna, we're going to have to have a conversation. And he loves you enough to die for you. And I'm going to have to face him about whether or not I was faithful to represent that to you. You're going to have to answer for the people in your world. You're going you're to face him one day and he's going to ask you. you. You realize I... I died for that guy that you ignored at work. You realize that, right? I bled for him. I suffered for him. Willingly, deliberately. And you blew him off. What's up with that? Say, I don't want to have that conversation. And so I'm, I'm aware that, yeah, in that sense, I'm his priest. In that sense, I'm his representative. Now, what I wrote in my notes and what I encourage you to write in yours is that reminder, I represent God Almighty. See, I don't have the freedom to just represent Robert. Now, I forget that from time to time, and I do, unfortunately, a very good job of merely representing Robert. You know what I mean? You don't know what I mean, do you? I lose my temper with people. I get ugly. at Pastor, you're a man of the cloth. <laughs> I was in the grocery store in Lima. Two days ago, and young missionary, you know, young lady that we support there in the, in the church in, in Lima was with me, and, and I, had, I had been to that same store a couple of times all 
all ready to buy a couple of things. You know, I had used my credit card and, and uh, presented my driver's license, but I got a different young lady. You know, the clerk was different, and, and she said, oh, no, I need your passport. And I said, well, the driver's license worked yesterday. And she said, well, in your country, the driver's license works, but in Peru, we need your passport. And I said, well, the girl yesterday only needed my driver's license. Where is she? I'd like to talk to her. You know, and, and I began to get, you know what I'm saying? It's like Robert was, and, and poor little Gabby, you know, she's looking at me, you know, and she, she calls me abuelito, little grandfather. It's our little joke. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, 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 it makes me feel really old, but no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But she's, she's like, abue, abue, you know, like, calm down, calm down. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. She's going to take my credit card. And she did. She did. She asked her boss, and they're like, no, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. But see, here's the thing. That was too much Robert and not enough Jesus. You follow me? I'm here to represent him, not me. He died for her. That's the priority. That's the priority. Me being offended or me being inconvenienced or me being uncomfortable That's really not the priority. The priority is he died for her, and I'm supposed to be his representative to her. If I'm having an interaction with her, it's as his priest in that that sense of the word. Revelation 5.8 says this, Now when he had taken the scroll, talking about Jesus, When he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. Hear what he's saying? He says, you're a priest. That's what he says. He says, you have this responsibility. He says, you you have this incredible privilege and opportunity. Do you realize what he's doing? He's giving us an amazing opportunity, amazing privilege. But there's a duty that goes with it. If he has redeemed you, you are his representative on the earth. And you're not free to just represent yourself as you go about your business. It's something we have to grapple with. It doesn't mean you're special. It doesn't mean you need to stop everything and go to seminary. Oh, I got it. I got it. No, that's no. No. Trust him and he'll use you, but you need to be available. You need to, you need to recognize you're here to represent him. I mean, if, again, if, if not you, then who? He put you there to do it. Not only that, the second thing I want you to notice is he says we, we're being made like him. That's the second thing that I encourage you to write down. Not only are you to represent Jesus, you're being made like him. He's doing a work in you to make you like unto himself. Verse 3 said, Melchizedek was made like the Son of God. Sounds a lot like 1 John chapter 3. In 1 John 3, 1, the Bible says, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us, because it did not know Him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when He is revealed, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. And everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself just as He is pure. 
You know, last week we talked about the fact that sometimes young believers say they, they have a hard time enjoying other Christians because they see them as being a little weird and strange. And, you know, it's like, man, Christians are a little goofy. And, and we talked about the fact that the, the reason for that many times is that the young believer is actually still pretty worldly. In other words, the young believer is still normal. And in a corrupted, sinful, broken world full of issues where people are so messed up, normal is not a good thing. Right? I mean, if you're, if you're in a room full of severely mentally ill people, normal is to be severely mentally ill. Am I right? If, if you're in a room filled with thieves and bank robbers, well, then normal is to be a thief and a bank robber. That's not a good thing. I had to, you know, early on, it was something I had to really wrestle with because I I was in an industry where everybody was cheating. And I had an executive say to me one time, this guy's offering me a $40,000 contract, $40,000 a month in revenue. And all I had to do was hire his mistress as a ghost employee, pay her off the books. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. And basically they were like, well, I mean, that's just, that's how it's done. Everybody does this. And I said, well, then at some point everybody's going to prison, but I'm not going. And I was right at this point. If you pay attention to the news, the federal government's sending a lot of people in the medical industry, medical equipment, and all you know, all that. They're 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 going away because everybody. What was normal was wicked in that industry. Now, see, you and I are here. We've been redeemed. God has bought us back. Jesus Christ bought us with His blood. And what this passage here in John is telling us is that you're not supposed to be normal in a broken world. You're not supposed to be normal in a world filled with issues. See, I used to read this, you know, and and think that what what he was saying, you know, there's another place where he calls us a peculiar people, you know, I mean, does that mean Christians have to be weird? No, that's not what it means. What it means is if you're living in a world where everybody has issues, nobody's perfect, and the Holy Spirit of the living God goes to work in you to perfect you, and he starts eliminating your issues one by one, before long, you're going to have many fewer issues surrounded by people who still have many issues. You're going to stand out. You're going to be different. The book of Hebrews contains a unique passage that is many times referred to as the Hall of Faith. This section gives us a synopsis of people who followed their Creator without knowing the end result or with having each step laid out for them. It wasn't easy, and these icons of trust were definitely not without flaw. God used them, though, to accomplish great things in their time and to set in motion pockets of kingdom work that would continue to change lives for countless generations to come. Did you know that you too can be counted in God's Hall of Faith? Today, you can choose to place Jesus first in your life. Even if you don't know where the road is leading, faith isn't easy. But Jesus is the greatest guide. 
We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today, and we'd like to tell you how you can listen to more of Pastor Robert's messages. Here's Tracy to share how you can subscribe to our podcast. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. And thank you for listening to today's edition of Main Thing Radio.